Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 610 Sports Radio. Stay tuned for Vern's post-game show with Josh Vernier. It's also available on the Odyssey app. In the final today, Colorado wins it. 6-4 for Denny Matthews, Ryan Lefevre, and our producer-engineer, Eric Guthrie, Steve Stewart saying... Good evening from Kauffman Stadium. Kansas City Royals baseball has been brought to you by Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Sauce, the official barbecue sauce of the Kansas City Royals. The sauce is the boss. Cheap Metal Workers Local 2, demand metal excellence. Capital Federal, true blue for over 125 years. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. You've been listening to Kansas City Royals baseball on the Royals Radio Network. This has been a presentation of Odyssey Sports. For even more coverage of your team, download the free Odyssey app and listen to your favorite stations, shows, and podcasts. Welcome in to Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping at second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right, another one in the books. Sadly, another loss in the books. Royals fall in game two and drop the series to Colorado. Final score, Rockies six, Royals four. Boys will hope to avoid a sweep tomorrow afternoon. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. I think this show's pretty simple this evening. You pick your lane. And I don't think whatever lane you choose is a direct reflection of what type of Royals fan you are. No, this is not some sort of judgment on whether or not you're an optimist or a pessimist. But if you remain dialed in for those nine innings and watched your boys in blue fall to a new low watermark on the season, 24 games below 500, if you remain dialed in, If you stuck with this one throughout, you pick your lane. Because this game is about one of two things. Bobby Witt Jr. or Daniel Lynch. I don't know what else there is to discuss. And Before we get too deep into it, a quick tip of the cap to Nick Prado. Didn't mention him on last night's postgame show, but he made a sensational defensive play last night. And he opened up today's game with a bomb, 438 feet. Unfortunately, when he hit that first inning bomb, the Royals were already down five runs. We'll get to that. 
in my mind, the story of this game was Daniel Lynch. You know what I've been focused on for years now. Pitching. Pitching, pitching, pitching. Why is this Royals team 24 games below 500? Pitching. Pitching, pitching, pitching. So, yeah, to me, Daniel Lynch is the story of the game. Five innings of, well, three earned runs on six hits, only one walk, and seven strikeouts. Daniel Lynch deserved a much prettier final line than that. I'm encouraged. Again, back-to-back starts. Where I leave encouraged, I don't know about you. Phone lines are open. If you want to talk Daniel Lynch, I'm happy to lend an ear. Phone lines are open. Again, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Now, in my opinion, Daniel Lynch threw the equivalent of six innings of two-run baseball. Daniel Lynch should have given you a quality start today. I'm not saying that to knock him. I'm not down on Daniel Lynch whatsoever. And I understand he could have picked up Bobby Witt Jr. in that first inning. It's not as if after Bobby makes that error right out of the gate, it's not as if Daniel Lynch is incapable of working around it. So let me put that out there. I'm not, well, maybe I am giving Lynch an excuse. But it's his second start of the season. It's Bobby's 52nd game, 51st game of the season. And as I say that, I recognize this is a 22-year-old playing every single day at a premium position, hitting at the top of the lineup for a team that's going absolutely nowhere. We've discussed it ad nauseum on this show. The difficulty that these 22, 23, 24-year-olds must have driving to the ballpark every day knowing if we, if I, don't put six runs on the board, we are going to lose. Royals pitching this season gives up on average a little over five runs a game. So driving to the ballpark every day, you know I got to put six runs on the board or we lose. You remember what it was like in the glory days. You get up one to nothing in the first inning, and you're thinking, all right, hold them there. Hold them there. Tack on if you can. All we need to do is hang on to a one-run lead and hand it off to the bullpen sometime in the fifth inning. All we need to do is scratch across a few runs, and that'll be enough because we have the pitching, both starting pitching and relief pitching. Not the case this season. So very impressed with what Daniel Lynch was able to do all the while his defense continuously tried to give it away. MJ Melendez in right field, Drew Waters in center field. I don't know what Salvi was doing in that rundown at third base. And then Bobby Witt Jr. By my count, six runs. He cost the team. All five of those first inning runs, in my opinion, are laid at the feet of Bobby Witt Jr. And I understand, yes, again, Daniel Lynch could have worked around it. No doubt. You can pick up your teammates. No doubt. 
But Bob's got to make that play. Man on first, nobody out. Very beginning of the game, top of the first inning, man on, nobody out. Jerickson Profar on the eighth pitch of the at-bat. Grounds into what should have been a 6-4-3 twin killing. Two batters later, a flyout should have ended the inning at 20 pitches for Daniel Lynch. Instead, Bobby Witt Jr. rushes the underhand toss to Matt Duffy at second base, doesn't control the baseball, drops it, and everyone's safe. Five runs come into score. Daniel Lynch throws an additional 18 pitches in that first inning. There's no way you can convince. Daniel Lynch would have been out of the first, scoreless, 18 pitches. Instead, five runs, 38 pitches. An additional 18 pitches. So again, instead of scoreless first on 20 pitches, it's a five-run first on 38 pitches. Yeah, I lay all five runs at the feet of Bobby Witt Jr. Not to mention, him getting picked off a third base, one out, two on, Royals are down by four. You have two in scoring position. Vinny's on second, Bobby's on third, MJ's at the dish. One out, down by four, and he gets picked off a third base. The Rockies' backstop throws a bullet to the third baseman, and they tag Bobby Witt Jr. Second straight day, he's been picked off, caught napping. I don't know how you want to describe it, but he gets picked off of first base yesterday on a pop-up on the infield, and then today makes the second out at third base. And he would have scored because Vinny scored from second on a Michael Garcia opposite field RBI single. So Bobby on the offensive side cost the team a run, and on the defensive side cost the team five runs. Royals lose the game 6-4. to four. There's only two stories coming out of this game. Bobby Witt Jr. and Daniel Lynch. Pick your lane. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. I'm interested to hear what Bobby has to say. Because earlier today, as you know, working the um I have a I have a chance every morning to talk with Matt Cotrero. And my question for him today was does Bobby Witt Jr. need to dial it back a little bit? Now it's easier said than done. Again, this is a 22-year-old that is as competitive as they come. All he wants to do is be a part of a winner, be on a winner, enjoy showing up to the ballpark every day because we got a chance to win. And if we're being honest, he's never had that. It's not his fault, but he's never had it at the big league level. Never has he shown up to the ballpark on a consistent basis with a team equipped to win. So I understand a young man drafted second overall that is aware that Adley Rutschman is likely going to start the All-Star game. 
sees Riley Green putting up numbers for the Detroit Tigers. Other members of that 2019 draft class really showing out, becoming superstars. You saw what Julio Rodriguez did last season. You see what Corbin Carroll's doing this season. I know Bobby feels pressure. He's felt pressure from the outset. He does a good job of managing it. I'll give him that, no doubt. But if you've watched him of late, he's going at an 11. I just need you at a 9 or a 10. You, you can go full bore, especially on the base pass. I love it. Your, your, your speed is your best weapon. But I need you to take a deep breath. Make the routine play. Watch the ball into the glove. Take a pitch. It just seems as if everything is moving way too quickly. And if he just took his foot off the gas pedal a touch, we'd see that superstar that we know resides inside of Bobby Witt Jr. So I asked Q, would Bobby benefit from taking the foot off the gas pedal? And I don't know if Q was just just going to endlessly defend his guys and and, and disagree with any sort of assertion like that, but uh, he wasn't going for it. We'll hear what Bobby Witt Jr. has to say coming up momentarily, but I want to hear from you. 913-586-7610. He's playing a, over his skis just a touch. And I'm not trying to rein him in completely. Again, you would much rather have a guy that you need to try and uh, temper. I'd much prefer that guy than a guy that I need to try and fire up. Right? No, I'm not knocking Bobby's aggressiveness. It's terrific. I love aggressive baseball, but it's hurting them. Trying to do a little bit too much. Look around the diamond. Look around your dugout. You have teammates. Yes, you may be the biggest name. You may be the Team USA guy. You might be the second overall pick. You might be the face of the franchise, save Bobby Witt or save Salvador Perez. You might be that guy, but you still have 25 teammates. You can't do it alone. Nobody's expecting you to do it alone. Just take that foot off the gas pedal just a touch. So is it Bobby or is it Daniel Lynch in his strong five innings of work? Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Let's start off with Grady. Who was at the game today, driving back to Topeka. Grady, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, Vern, I'm doing good. I uh, I was curious on what your opinion was with the uh, body language. I just, especially Melinda's. I just we oh, were at the yeah. game today, and it, I just terrible. really appalled by what uh, Melinda's was acting like on the field. I just thought body language was terrible. Curious what you have to say. I agree 100%. It's been like that, I'd say, for about uh, a week, maybe two weeks now after tough strike three calls. You see the shoulders hang. You see see a young man pouting at times. You know, I I asked Q if the team was unfocused, and he said, you know, I I don't know if they're focused or not. I, I know the ball does snake in the outfield. Okay. I'm not knocking Q. He's got to defend his guys. I understand the role of a manager. He's not going to sit up there and dump on his guys. Um, But that's the second time in a week that's happened to MJ Melendez. That, to me, is solely focus, right? Drew Waters had the same thing happen to him today where you take your eye off the ball, you lift your head up before securing the grounder in the outfield. 
just an ugly day, an embarrassing performance from the Royals defensively without question. Maybe the worst defensive performance we've seen in quite some time from an organization that prides itself on its defense. But yeah, after MJ allowed that ball to snake under his glove in the sixth inning, yeah, you, 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 you saw him, I don't know, kind of like punch the air a little bit, frustrated at himself, but also frustrated with his season, frustrated with the team, frustrated with everything, and it's boiling over. I understand that. That would be me if I was out there. But I had no chance. Not, you know, I, I ne- no, of course not. I could never be a big leaguer. But that's why. Because you'd see it written all over me. My face, my body language, just, just a bad attitude. And for as much as I understand it, well, that's, what, that's what separates the guys that stick around for a while. The ability to flush it. I, MJ's young, right? He's, he's still 24. It's interesting that Moose is in town. Mike Moustakis went through this same thing. The, the the bad body language, the trying way too hard. Right, Every time you attack a ground ball in right field, every time you try to make a throw from right field to third base, you're trying to erase the previous 57 games with one throw. Every swing at the dish, you're trying to hit a six-run home run. Every time you charge that ground ball, you're trying to flip the team's record from 17 and 41 to 41 and 17, doing way too much, and it's only going to lead you to spiral further. Grady, I I saw the exact same thing, And, and for as much as I understand it and I see myself in it, that's not a good thing because I'm nowhere near a professional baseball player. I don't got that. I don't have that mental fortitude. I don't. I crack way too easily, as you hear quite often on this show. Let's go to Bill in Gladstone. Bill, you're on 610 Sports Radio as the Royals drop 6-4, to four, falling in the series to the Colorado Rockies. Go ahead. Well, hey there. Um, uh, former season ticket holder last year decided not to get season tickets this year because uh, mainly nothing changed. We were happy to see the rookies and everything. But today, when I, I took my grandson to the Husker night, Husker day. Mm-hmm. And um, when Stallmont got out there in relief, I looked at my grandson and said, over under on how many he walks this innings too, but I think it's going to be three. And sure enough, it's exactly the same. Uh, It's like last night. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We were ahead. And the bullpen let us down. I mean, where's the motivation for some of the offense and even, you know, just during the game when you're not confident in your in your bullpen in any way? Well, I mean, the bullpen's just one of the facets that I wouldn't be comfortable in if I'm a Royal, right? I'm, I'm not comfortable with my rotation. I'm not comfortable with my defense today. I'm not comfortable with my bullpen. And shoot, we were down 5 nothing before we had a single at-bat. To your question, Bill, what's the motivation? The motivation is staying in professional baseball. Because outside of Salvi, uh, Bobby, Vinny, I don't know many guys that are promised every day at bats in 2024. Nick Prado certainly earning his keep. Michael Massey and Michael Garcia and Drew Waters. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed with them. But all three of those guys, they, they, they haven't even played 100 games of big league baseball. So they still need to find their footing in this game. They still need to impress you and I, the coaching staff, the front office, other teams' front offices. They're still fighting for their careers. They're fighting for their lives out there. So if motivation is an issue for anyone outside of Salvador Perez, I got major questions for that person. And I don't know if you're long for this game. Because, again, look at Salvi. Look at Salvi, look at Barlow. Now, Salvi's on a highway to the Hall of Fame right now. Hasn't played a meaningful game outside of the World Baseball Classic. Salvi hasn't played a meaningful game since July or August of 2017. And yet, when I walked into the clubhouse today, what am I greeted by? A smiling Salvador Perez walking around telling everybody, Hey, morning, amigo. Smiling full of energy, full of life. I don't know how he does it. I, I turned to Annie Rogers of MLB.com as the Royals fell behind 5 nothing in the top half of the first inning and just marveled at, at the way that Salvi continues to show up and, and shows that consistency, not only production-wise, but energy-level-wise, positive attitude-wise. And then Scott Barlow. Got to give love to Scott Barlow, a one, two, three, ninth inning. Yes, it's a three-run game at that point. I don't know about you. I certainly wasn't confident that the Royals were going to mount a comeback. Nonetheless, even though it wasn't a pressurized spot for Scott Barlow, he retires the side on 14 pitches. I bring him up, not, not because of that ninth inning, but because, well, I'll just ask you. You remember the last time Scott Barlow went on the... Oh, should I even mention it now? I feel like I'll jinx it. Listen, my point is this. I'm way too superstitious. Uh, But my point is this. Aroldis Chapman's dealing with a knee right now. Carlos Hernandez has that callus that split open on his thumb. 
Amir Garrett just landed on the IL. Taylor Clark was on the IL. And there's Scott Barlow, ready to take the ball, just like he was last year and the year before that and the year before that and the year before that, ready to take the ball, ready to throw strikes, ready to get outs. Scott Barlow, Zach Greinke, and Salvador Perez. What do you know? They're your three best players once again. Royals lose 6-4. to four. We take a quick timeout. We'll hear from Daniel Lynch. We'll hear from Bobby Witt Jr., but I want to hear from you. Of those two, who's your headliner? Is it Daniel and what he showed you over those strong five innings, or was it the very rough performance from Bobby Witt Jr.? Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. We get to your calls after this. Firm's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's post-game show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. And hit high in the air, deep into the right field corner, and gone, Nick Prado. Nick Prado hitting foul balls this way and that way, left field, right field, on the ground, and finally he got a pitch. And he ambushed it. I mean, he jumped that pitch, really blasted it. Denny Matthews on the call, the Hall of Famer, bringing you all the sights and sounds of today's Royals loss. 6-4 to the Rockies. Welcome back. Prado's third home run of the season, eighth pitch of the at-bat, a fastball up and in. And as uh, the great Denny Matthews told you, he rushed that bad boy and sent it 438 feet over the right field wall to cut the deficit to four. Royals trailed 5-0 after the first inning, or after the top half of the first inning. Trailed 5-1 after one. 5-2 after three. Colorado would score one off of Josh Stalmont in the sixth. That gives them their six runs. Royals would tack on two more in the final two frames, an RBI opposite field single, a nice piece of hitting from Drew Waters in the eighth. And then Salvador Perez makes me regret my (laughs) double play decision as he singles to center, driving in Bobby Witt Jr., who probably had the worst three-for-five day with a stolen base and a run scored you're ever going to see. Right? You look at the box score. And you're thinking, hey, he didn't have that bad of a day. Three for five. One of only two Royals with multiple hits. Way to go, Bob. Stole a base, scored a run. But he was picked off a third base, which cost the team a run. And he missed what should have been, in my opinion, a 6-4-3 double play in the first inning, which would have held the Rockies off the scoreboard and allowed Daniel Lynch to retire the side on just 20 pitches. Instead, it's a five-run first inning, and Lynch throws 38 pitches. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. It's also our text line number, 913-586-7610, the J. Southland Tow Service text line. Let's dive in. From the 816 and Sammy Mojito, he writes in, Vern Bobby Witt just needs to let the game come to him. I agree with you. He just needs to dial it down a couple of notches and just focus because he has all the tools. Yeah, no question. Uh, and listen, I'm not 
down on Bobby Witt Jr. I'm very happy that they selected him second overall. I want him as a Royal. So you hold him to a certain standard while also acknowledging that he's 22 and has a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Some of it internally from the organization, from the fan base, from the city. But I feel like an equal amount of the pressure on his shoulders was put there by himself. I mean, honestly, I got, I got to bring this to you. I, I spoke with Mike Moustakis yesterday. And I asked him, because what the Royals are going through right now, what 22-year-old Bobby Witt and 24-year-old MJ and 25-year-old Vinny, what they're going through is very similar to what 23-year-old Mike Moustakis went through in 2012. What 22-year-old Eric Hosmer and 22-year-old Salvador Perez, what they went through in 2012, which was... Every day, driving to the ballpark, knowing if we don't put five runs on the board, we're going to lose. We, we, we just don't have the pitching. Now, I, I, yeah, in 2012, you could see Herrera in, in, in Holland, you know, Duffy, Jordano. You knew they were coming. You hoped that they would be as good as they ultimately turned out, but you needed stability. And that's tough when you're trying to figure out who you are as a ball player, ball player, trying to find your footing in this endlessly difficult sport that everyone tells you, oh, it's a kid's game. Oh, you're getting paid millions to go have fun. Well, it doesn't feel like a lot of fun when we're getting our brains beat in every single night and we don't have a chance because we're down five after the first. So I asked Mike Moustakis, what, what would be your advice to these young Royals? Because they're going through it right now even worse. I mean, they're driving to the ballpark thinking they got to score six runs, at least six runs to win. So I asked him, what kind of advice would you give the young Royals? What would you tell these guys as they're grinding through a very, very difficult season? Here's Moose. Keep going. Um, you know, th- this game's so hard, uh, and you put so much pressure on yourself. You you expect yourself to do so well, and you lose sight of the fact that you're playing Major League Baseball. Um, keep going. Uh, things are going to turn around. Uh, they got some phenomenal baseball players over there, and uh, just got to keep believing in themselves, keep believing in each other. And, you know, it's kind of the same message I, I kind of say here. You know, we got some great players uh, with the Rockies, and uh, we just got to keep believing in each other, keep believing in ourselves, and uh, keep going to work every day and playing for the guy next to you. And, uh, you know, things, things will work out if that's your attitude and your mindset you have. Let's go back to the text line. Chris in Topeka writes in, Vern, Bobby Witt is a spectacular talent, and he displays it often, including today. Unfortunately, he also displays that he's only 22 quite often as well. Yeah, you're right, Chris. Really appreciating the level-headedness that I'm seeing right now on the text line. Was not expecting this. Tony writes in, Vern, the Royals should be big sellers at the deadline or sooner. There's not enough time to build around Bobby, Vinny, before they become free agents. They should get something really good in return right now. Mm. Well, Tony, I'd love to disagree. But I can't. And I think I've said this. I know with Cody and Gold, I know with Fesco in the morning, no one should be untouchable on this team. Nobody. 
Now, if you want Bobby Witt Jr., boy, you are going to have to pry him from Kansas City. I mean, back up the Brinks Prospect truck if you're, if you're going to – no, that's not going to happen. I'm not saying they shouldn't be open to it, but there's just no team out there that's going to give the Royals what they should demand for a 22-year-old 5 tool talent like Bobby Witt Jr., And the reason why it's not going to happen is because other teams are saying that's not a five-tool talent. That's a speed threat. It's a terrific athlete, great power, great potential. But you're asking for a Juan Soto type of return, and he hasn't done what Juan Soto's done. So I agree. No one is untouchable. But you're not going to get the type of return that would that would be required to part with Bobby. Honestly, I feel the same about MJ Melendez. Anyone that has underperformed early on, can't imagine you can move them because you're selling them pennies on the dollar. Bobby, MJ, Brady Singer, no, can't happen. Can't happen. Uh, Vinny, you know, Vinny's produced, and I know he went 0 for 4 today. But Vinny's producing, Nick Prado's delivering, Michael Garcia, Michael Massey, maybe even a Daniel Lynch. You don't, and you know this, Tony, I'm not talking down to you. Uh, Only part with someone while the stock is high. That's how I feel. You know, right now, I maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But Vinny will be 26 in October. This might be as valuable as Vinny Pasquantino ever is. Daniel Lynch can continue to pitch well over the next month and a half. Maybe he's as valuable as he'll ever be. Salvador Perez, no, no doubt everyone is available. But I'm not giving away Brady or Bobby or MJ. And in my opinion, that's what it would be right now. Because the other team's taking a risk by bringing on an underperforming young ball player that still hasn't had a full season, right? MJ Bobby haven't had a full above average season yet. But to your point of not enough time to build around them, as it's currently constructed, I agree. But I'm interested to see how this organization attacks this offseason. I bring up 2012 way too much. But it is apropos here because in that 2012 season, to reiterate it, they trade for Jeremy Guthrie, they trade for Irvin Santana, they trade for James Shields and Wade Davis. There's nearly 1,000 innings, good innings especially Shields, Guthrie, and Santana. Those were very good innings in 2013. Now, if J.J.'s able to pull that off, if he's able to bring in three starting pitchers that can give you 165, 170 innings, good innings, well, then there is enough time to build around those guys. Because after the 2012 season, I'm sure many of you were saying, hey, there might not be enough time to build around Moose and Haas and Gordo and Salvi and Kane. Maybe we got to start moving a few of them. Because remember, I mean, Lorenzo Kane, by the time it locked in for him 
in in 2014. He's 28. Moose was 26. Gordo was approaching 30. Now, these guys are a lot younger than that group. At least when they won, right? 2013, 2014, 2015. These guys are a lot younger. They're more in line with that 2011, 2012 team. Always nice hearing from you, Tony. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Royals lose by a final score of 6-4. Let's head inside the clubhouse, and unfortunately, he suffers the loss today. It's Daniel Lynch, five innings of three-run baseball, six hits, seven strikeouts, and only one walk. In my opinion, in my scorebook, I'm knocking him down as knocking him down. I'm writing it down as six innings of two-run baseball. He was so much better than what his final line would indicate. Anxious to hear what he had to say after the game to Bally Sports, Kansas City. You know, starting off the game, hitting him, you know, you, you don't want to give give him a free pass. But, you know, after that, I felt like I did a good job of continuing to attack. And, you know, just, you know, like hits like that are going to happen. And, you know, I, I try to stay with what's within my control. I just keep on attacking guys and keep on, you know, trying to get ahead and making good pitches. And I felt like I did that. But, you know, obviously put myself in a hole there hitting the first guy. How do you work around soft hits like that? And, um, like your focus for the next batter, I guess. Yeah, I think you just one pitch at a time. And you really can't. I mean, that's the goal is to get them to hit it soft. So sometimes they're going to find holes. And then, you know, I try not to get into the attitude of, Oh, you know, what the, because they're going to hit balls hard right at people. So I think if you, there's a give and take, and if you get in the attitude of, I just, oh, I got so unlucky, um, and, and you don't pay attention to the times when, you know, balls are hit right at guys, you know, that's always going to even out throughout the season. So I think you just keep attacking and, and just keep sticking to the plan. What's the focus after, I guess, the mindset after the first inning, you're at, at 38 pitches, but then you, you're able to get through five there? Yeah, I mean, that was the focus. You know, after that, uh, you know, as I think as starters, we all take a lot of pride in being able to, you know, bounce back from that stuff and then take the team deep into the game. Um, and I know personally I take a lot of pride in that and being able to, you know, save the bullpen and not work work those guys too hard. Um, so I think it's, like I said, I think the, the approach stays the same. You just pick one pitch at a time and then, you know, just try. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I get ahead and, and get him to put the ball in play quick and get out of there quick. So that's really what I try to do. Yeah, five innings there from Daniel Lynch. He'll now hand it off to Brady Singer, who hopes to salvage a game in this three-game set. Here we go again. All eyes turn to Brady Singer as we say, help us, Brady Singer. You're our only hope. It's a 110 first pitch tomorrow. I'll be on the air beginning at 12 noon. Special thanks to our friends at Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. Let's go to the phone calls. 913-586-7610. Jim from Lincoln drove up for Cornhuskers Day. Jim, what'd you think of that 6-4 loss to the Rockies? 
Well, I, I was I was really disappointed. Um, we, uh, you know, we come down from Lincoln. Uh, we were here last weekend. We watched MJ, you know, boot one in the corner in left field. And then today he boots that one in right field early. You talked about I the I think one you're thinking went... of Olivares in left. Oh, was that Olivares? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I... yeah, yeah. MJ boots My bad, then. Right. Yep. But, you know, that uh, we, we, we love these guys. We're, we're storm chasers, ticket holders. And so we come down here to see our guys more. It's more the storm chaser connection in the Royals. And, sure. you know, we, we saw Bobby play his last double-A game uh, in Arkansas, and then we saw him play his first triple-A game in Omaha, his last triple-A game in Omaha, his first major league game at home with the Royals. And, uh, you know, it's just I, – I, I like what you said earlier about how he's pressing and maybe take the foot off the gas a little bit, but it's it's really disappointing that, you know, Lynch goes out there and he, he throws a game and, you know, it's – one error and they, you know, a, a routine, you know, almost a tailor-made double play ball. And we're at, you know, we're, we're probably out of that inning. And, you know, you blink and it's a five spot for the right. for the Rockies. And, you know, hopefully we're back tomorrow. Hopefully it's better tomorrow. But uh, just uh, wanted to chime in. Thanks for taking my call. Now you're a great fan, Jim. I appreciate it. Thanks for making the phone call. Thanks for making the trip. Let's go to Big T and Shawnee. Speaking of great fans, Big T, what's up, bud? Yeah, hey, Vern, yeah, happy Saturday, man. Nice weather, but, you know, another, yeah. uh, you know, just another loss. And uh, that's kind of what I want to talk about. Great call last uh, last caller. Uh, kudos, too, to you, Vern, uh, what you just said <laughs> uh, before that call and everything else been going on. So, you know, winning's contagious. When you're winning, the pitching's great, the hitting's great, the defense is great, the bench is great. You can't do nothing wrong. And, boy, that's the same you flip the other side of that coin, and it's the same with losing. Contagious, the fielding, the slumped shoulders, the bad defense, the body language, the, the trying to do too much, no timely hits, everybody's hurting. And look at the bullpen. You mentioned all the names. And that's my point is it's when you got a talent like Bobby Witt, and I'm going to push back on this a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, what you said about you know him getting the all costing all five runs. Mm-hmm. The guy is an immense talent, and he's trying so damn hard to make things happen, mm-hmm. and he wants to hit that, like that that that, that seven run grand slam, or, or be like Pat Mahomes and get that twenty one point touchdown. You know, it's hard for these guys, and when they're when they're struggling like this, it just manifests and this losing just this spiral. And I'm worried about this burn, but I want to push back what you said. Daniel Lynch pitched good, mm-hmm. but he also on that first inning hit a guy, mm-hmm. and he also walked a guy. So other than that, I, I mean, you know, you can't hit guys, you can't walk guys. And I he, didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't walk anybody in the first inning. Well, not in the first. What, what was oh. the, I thought they said he had back-to-back. Uh, yeah, he, he walked uh, one batter. It was with uh, one out in the fifth, but he struck out the next two dudes. Or uh, okay, with, you're right. with yeah, one you're out right, in the second. It, I apologize. But, no, you're right, you're right. But in that first, he did hit the guy, though. The, yeah, the yeah, hit the batter. leadoff man and then got his double play ball, which is the way you erase it. No, I hear you, Vern, and that's got to be played. But just like what I said, I, I think Bobby's wanting to do so damn much that the pressure is just on this guy to perform. Because you mentioned all those other. That's exactly uh, what I said, though, Big T. What yeah. are you pushing back on? No, I'm just well. I'm just saying because you you talk about all those other all stars doing so great and those bigger names that got drafted, at, you know, ahead of him. I think he's wanting to compete with that. And then when when it just stuff like that happens, it just makes him look even worse. So 
I just want to lay off on Bobby Witt. Well, I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. Well, let's get the win tomorrow, Vern. There That's all I ask. Get the win. There I you appreciate go, your team. time. Have yes, a good sir. Saturday, bud. Always Thank nice you. hearing from you. Thank you. Yeah, again, I'm a Bobby Witt Jr. fan. I understand as much as I can. I understand what's going on with him. 22 on draft night, Jim Callis, who's one of the more or the most respected draft analyst in baseball, Jim Callis stood there on draft night and said, this guy will impact Kansas City the same way Patrick Mahomes has impacted Kansas City. Bobby then, in the pandemic shortened season of 2020, shows up to that summer camp and quite often is the best player on the field. Lockout in 2021, he's not on the 40-man roster. He's allowed to show up to spring training. We're all there, the media, all the other minor leaguers are there, and all we're focused on is Bobby Witt Jr. 2022, he makes his debut, and many of you sat through one of the most miserable afternoons in Kansas City history just to be in the building for Bobby Witt making his big league debut. And what does he do? He drives in the game-winning run. Oh, my God, are you kidding me with this kid? He's stealing bags. He's making highlight plays. But he's not winning, and that's all he wants. All he wants to do is compete with his buddies and win and have fun. And sure, he's surrounded by other first-round picks in Singer and Lynch in Prado, second-round pick in... MJ Melendez, bloodline, studs, athletes like Michael Garcia. He's surrounded by a lot of other very good young talent, and yet he's different, right? He's, it's as if, it's like if Moose didn't have Haas or Haas didn't have Moose, if it wasn't two top three picks, Right, those guys can't, became like elemental. Just they always go together. Right, Moose and Haas. It's 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 Bobby Witt Jr. For as much as I want to put MJ and Vinny and Massey and Prado or whoever into that, it's Bobby Witt Jr. He's the only top three pick. He's the only guy that was really debated as the number one overall pick, like he was in 2019. It's a different spotlight on him. And like Moose said, you expect to do so well, you forget that you're in Major League Baseball. You focus so much on yourself that you forget you're living your dream right now. So all I want him to do is take a big old deep breath, take a step back and look around and say, I'm one of 26. I know there's people inside Kauffman Stadium. I know there's people on my own radio station. 610 Sports Radio that expect Bobby to lead the way night in and night out. That's not how it works in baseball. You remember, Kansas City, you remember that championship team. Everyone had a moment. Everyone on that team had a moment. Wasn't I mean, when, when, when that World Series concluded, it wasn't obvious that Salvi was the MVP. I had no idea who was going to be the MVP. Same after the ALCS against Toronto. Who is it? 
Could have been so many different players, but that's what equates to a championship. Everyone. Now, what, 22? Could you imagine? Of course he thinks he needs to do it all himself. Of course he's at a 12 when we need him at like a 9. Just dial it back a touch. I, 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 I don't know, sympathize, empathize. I don't think it's, I don't think I can empathize because I've never been in a position like that. I can understand, I can try to understand, I can sympathize. Bottom line business, though. It's a big boy business. So certainly not down on Bobby Witt Jr. But yeah, yeah, the the five runs in the first inning, I lay those at his feet. The missed run in the third inning, I lay that at his feet. Appreciate the phone call, Big T. Phone lines are open for you, 913-586-7610. The Jay Southland Toe Service text line is always there as well. From the 913. Vern, in the seven years of rebuilding, you fire coaches, you fire Dayton, you bring in his right-hand man and J.J. Piccolo. Vern, this organization is being run into the ground. I don't trust any of these coaches to develop. I don't trust this organization to make trades. As Vern, I've been a Royals fan my whole life, and it's sickening to go to game after game and watch this product. Well, I appreciate you writing in. Um, and I understand, I don't, I don't think now's the time to explain how J.J. Piccolo is a completely different person than Dayton Moore, but I'm excited to see what he does at the deadline. And I don't know how close you pay attention to the minor leagues, but his trade deadline last year, looking real good. Drew Waters uh, on base twice today. Covered a million miles in center field, especially that catch in the second inning. Keep in mind, Daniel Lynch in the first inning gets his routine double play ball that Bobby Witt Jr. is unable to play, unable to make the play. Took a while to record that first out in the first inning. In the second inning, leadoff single to the nine hitter, and then Charlie Blackman belts one into the left center field gap, and Drew Waters runs a country mile and tracks it down. Acquired Drew Waters at the deadline, and Andrew Hoffman, along with C.J. Alexander, brought three players in from the Atlanta Braves for a draft pick. Andrew Hoffman has been dealing down at the uh, AA level. He's a 23-year-old right-hander, that has made 10 starts this season, and in those 10 starts, he has gone at least five innings and five straight, hasn't allowed more than three earned runs, 48 strikeouts in 48 innings. That's a win. The Andrew Benatendi trade to the New York Yankees brought in another 23-year-old right-hander, big old 6'5 dude named Chandler Champlain. He's got an ERA in the twos through nine starts, 49 strikeouts in 50 innings. He's given up less than one base runner per inning. So I thought J.J. did very well last year at the deadline. I'm excited to see what he does this year at the deadline. So I got to – I disagree with that. 
coaching staff, I'm a fan of them as, as men and the beliefs that they have. 58 games into the season, I'm still trying to understand. I, I, I think we're too early into the season to lay much blame when it comes to the lack of focus and the defensive miscues. I'm not pointing fingers at the coaching staff just yet. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing more towards youth, although the old adage of you're either coaching it or allowing it that is ringing in my head. Text line's always there for you. Same as our phone number, 913-586-7610. Again, that's 913-586-7610. Royals lose to the Rockies 6-4. to four. They hope to avoid a sweep tomorrow afternoon. We'll hear from Bobby Witt Jr. after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show. Here's Royals insider Josh Vernier. That's a final here at Kauffman Stadium. 6-4 Royals lose to the Rockies. Record falls to 17-41. and Woof. I mentioned the young pitching. Uh, one of the guys I mentioned earlier today on the On Deck Show went out there and shoved. Royals took him last year in the 11th round out of Oklahoma. 22-year-old right-hander, big old dude, 6'4", 215. David Sandlin went out and threw another quality start today. Six innings, three runs on three hits, 10 strikeouts, and not a single walk. Now, he's pitching down at the low A level. Uh, (laughs) But 10 punch-outs in six innings in his, what, 11th? No, 10th start of the season. 10 starts... 66 strikeouts in 47 innings, an ERA of 3.66. So there is pitching talent in the system. Uh, When do they reach the big leagues? Do they reach the big leagues? That's the project right now for J.J. Piccolo and the rest of this Royals organization. Phone lines are open, 913-586-7610. My game notes after this. Two-run defeats are presented, as always, by Jay's Southland Toe Service. Nick Prado's first career leadoff home run makes him the fifth left-handed hitter in Royals history to hit a leadoff bomb against a left-handed pitcher. Do you follow all that? Lefty batter, lefty pitcher, leadoff home run. Prado's the fifth to ever do it. Any guesses? That may be the uh, pitch clock question for tomorrow. The answers, by the way, Alex Gordon, Johnny Damon, David DeJesus, and Aaron Guile. Royals are now uh, 24 games below 500. That's a new low watermark for the season. Let's go back to the J Southland Toe Service text line, 913-586-7610 from the 785. Hey, Vern, do you feel like defense is more coachable than hitting or pitching. Man. Uh, I would think pitching would be the most difficult to coach. Um, yeah, I, I guess defense, sure, sure. I mean, so long as you have the baseline of you're an athlete, right? Like if, if I went down on the field and said, all right, Jose Aguasil, uh, teach me defense. Alex Zumwalt, show me how to hit. 
Uh, Brian Sweeney, teach me how to pitch. Brian Sweeney would have absolutely no chance. Alex Zumwalt would have no chance. Uh, I mean, Jose Aguasil would have no chance either. But yeah, yeah, to answer your question, I feel like defense would be the easiest to coach. But it's all incredibly difficult. Appreciate you listening. Hey, Cheryl in Hyde Park writing in. Nice to hear from you, Cheryl. She says, Vern, love the interview on the pregame show with Moose. The way all the guys are still together, the camaraderie. Vern, the camaraderie is the secret sauce. I'm with you and the Royals every day, all the way. My question is, is the camaraderie, you know, is it the secret sauce? When Moose says... There's still a team of good friends, that 2015 team. Is that missing? Do you think these young players have worked so hard to be at this level, they don't know what it's like to play as a team? That's what the players in 2012, 13, and 15 certainly realized. Uh, Well, Cheryl, I'll answer that in just a second, but for those that missed it, uh, Mike Moustakis was asked by Joel Goldberg of Bally Sports Kansas City about that 2015 team and uh, whether or not, yeah, they they still stay in contact. Here's what Moose said. We actually keep in touch a lot. You know, I saw uh, Locaine's retirement uh, ceremony not too long ago, and I uh, brought some tears to my eyes seeing uh, one of my brothers uh, going through that, so it was pretty amazing. Uh, Talk to Salvi every now and then. Pause, Dice, Gordo, Hoach, Holly, uh, Wade, all the boys. We all we all keep in touch. Uh, we've got a good group chat going. It's it's pretty cool. It's uh, again, it's a special group that we had here, um, and it's it's one of those things where you know obviously we won the World Series, uh, so we would keep in contact through that alone. But just because of how close we became, uh, there's nothing that'll ever stop that. Cheryl, to answer your question, though, no, I I don't think that's missing from this team. They're very close, especially those hitters that came up together, the pitchers that came up together. It's a – I got nothing negative to report as far as the clubhouse is concerned. In fact, Cheryl, you'll remember 2012, 2013, even for a majority of 2014 – they, they weren't always playing team baseball. Eric Hosmer's rolling over to the right side endlessly. Mike Moustakis is pulling everything. Now, keep the line moving really didn't start until the final month and a half of that 2014 season. So I say it a lot because I believe it's true. Outside of Salvi and, of course, you know, Jackie Bradley Jr. and Matt Duffy, outside of those guys, everyone else is still trying to find their footing in the big leagues. And it's always been my belief, it's tough to trust the guy behind you. It's tough to pass the baton or keep the line moving or play team baseball if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't have confidence that I belong here. I'm not saying they all don't have confidence, but it leaves on occasion. It's fleeting. I mean, of the young hitters, Vinny Pasquantino to me is the Vinny Pasquantino to me is is the guy that everyone else should attempt to emulate. Easier said than done. Um, 
And it reminds me of what, what Vinny said to Steve Stewart recently. Vinny was asked, do you think other teams fear you? Meaning, we can't let Vinny Pasquantino beat us. Listen to Vinny's answer, especially what he has to say at the very end. Um, let's get to that. full year yet, but that the other teams kind of have you circle a little bit where you're kind of the guy they don't want to let beat them. And if so, can that change your approach? You know, they're bringing in a different pitcher, things like that, when you're coming to the plate now. I don't know if I've necessarily felt that. Um, just because I think I think teams now are so good at game planning that it isn't really like, hey, we can't let this guy beat us because there's so many, you know, there's so many different ways. There's so much there. But to be honest, I want to be that guy. I want to be the guy that they circle, and that's that's always been my goal. Is is I want to be the I want to be a guy that teams fear, and I don't know if I've done enough for that yet. I don't really care. In my mind, that's who I think I am. So for me, when it comes to hitting, there is a little bit of an ego there because I I feel like. I'm good enough for that and sometimes I have to prove that to myself that's what I want to be so if I'm not right now that's what I'd like to be and I, I I would hope that everybody in that locker room also wants to be that guy so for me that's how I treat hitting is just like I go up there with all the confidence in the world every single of that and if I don't have that real confidence I fake it so oh, yeah. for me it's just I want to be that guy I don't know if I am that guy but that's what I want oh does that do make does that make that anyone like, else smile ear to ear when he says faking the confidence it's just like i go up there with all the confidence in the world every single of that and if i don't have that real confidence i fake it love it god i love that and that's not easy to do man it is not easy to fake confidence to front on a big league diamond because normally the opposition sees right through that i don't know if they do with Vinny. he's able to put on that front it's tough man just observing it appears tough i can't imagine to actually go out there and do it so until you believe i belong in the big leagues i'm comfortable with my lot in life and the player that i am and what my duty is to this team until you get there you can't think about hitting the ball to the opposite field or just taking my walk and passing the baton to the guy hitting behind me first you need to believe in yourself to take that walk, to hit that sacrifice, to hit it to the opposite field, because sometimes Bobby or MJ, hey, I got to hit a five-run home run right now. I got to win the game right now. No, 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 no. So first you got to believe in yourself. Then you got to believe in the guy hitting behind you. You got to believe in that teammate. Not just talk. Truly believe that he's going to do his job. So all you got to do is yours. There's steps to this. Moose and Haas and Gordo and Salvi and Billy and the rest, they all took those steps. It's easy to forget those steps because we saw them at the top. We saw them as champions. You don't always remember the climb or just how long it truly was. We, we tend to shorten it and act as if, oh, it was just a brief moment in time in 2012 when they struggled, and then it was all sunshine and rainbows after that it was anything but 2013 ended nice the final few days of 2014 were fun and yes all of 2015 was a blast but 2014 was bumpy 2013 was bumpy cheryl thank you very much for listening and cheryl like many of you uh, if you don't, let me remind you, 
you, you can listen to the podcast of the postgame show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Just search All Things Vern. It'll get delivered right to your phone. A few more from the text line, 913-586-7610. Our buddy Stefan writes in, Vern, I literally hurt for Salvador Perez. I can't decide what is, more, uh, what is most remarkable about this legendary royal. Is it his considerable talents? Is it his incredible positivity and joy? Or is it his resilience to endure this depressing dumpster fire of a situation? Vernie deserves so much better than this. Signed, Stefan. You're not going to hear me say anything to the contrary regarding the great number 13. Terry in Green Bay writes in, Vern, I thought with the Rockies coming to town on a losing streak, we could take two or three or maybe even sweep the team. Nope. We're the ones looking to get swept tomorrow. Vern, I'm now with Fesco in the morning. Everybody is tradable. Signed, Terry in Green Bay. Yeah, Fesco's been on that since... The end of April, I believe. And Terry, that's on you for looking down your nose at the Colorado Rockies. I don't know. And you're not the only one, Terry. I had people all over Kauffman Stadium coming up to me going, oh, Vern, two or three, right? We're going to take this series. I said, I hope so. But did you forget Oakland coming to town taking two or three? Did you forget the Washington Nationals come to town and took two of three? I ain't looking past no one. I ain't expecting nothing as far as a series victory. I wish I could, but I ain't setting myself up for disaster like that. Uh, From the 816, Vern, what happened to Big T's choo-choo? You made him feel bad. No, no. Uh, he's he's Big T's done the choo-choo thing a few times this year. It's They're 17 and 41. What do we... Uh, well, it's not a horn. What's that called? Who cares? Uh, whatever it is. He, he's not doing it. He's he's bummed out. He loves the Royals, and uh, they are not loving him back so far in 2023. Uh, not really loving Brady Singer all that much so far in 2023, but I know I remain a fan. I remain supportive. I remain a believer. I mean, honestly, got no other choice because here we go again like we did seemingly every fifth day last year. Our lonely eyes turn to Brady Singer, and we beg him, please lead us to victory. Stop the bleeding. It's Brady Singer tomorrow opposite lefty Kyle Freeland. It's a 110 first pitch, and I'll be on the air with the On Deck Show beginning at 12 noon. Come on, Brady. Come on. Man, I'm, I've been riding with you, Brady. I need you tomorrow, bud. I also got to pick a winner on the double play. Man, oh, man. Chris Unocero, great job as always. Kansas City, I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow, 12 noon, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Take care. You've been listening to Vern's Post Game Show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball. Seven strikeout for Daniel Lynch. On your home of the Royals, 610 Sports Radio. We now take you back to regularly scheduled programming. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.